At the evening of life, we shall be judged on our love. Saint John of the Cross. How good do we get to ruin ourselves out of the presumption that our help towards others is actually beneficial to them? I often listen to Eddie Pinero, an international speaker, YouTuber and the founder of Your World Within. He is considered one of the leading voices in personal development, with his videos and speeches accumulating more than 200 million streams worldwide. In one of his videos, he mentions of a random person walking by and seeing a butterfly just getting on its last metamorphosis stage. Seeing the struggling butterfly try to make its way out of the cocoon, he decides to open it up but unwittingly he doesn't realize the damage caused. You see, the butterfly's wings are strengthened in the attempt to open up the cocoon and the pigment to dry up. With him prematurely opening up the cocoon, the butterfly is rendered flightless, this makes it vulnerable to attack and death probably by being stepped on or captured by a predator. Just as the sad fact remains that this poor butterfly would not know how to fly because the wings never got to be tested and learned how to work with them. The same thing applies to those who get to over-involve themselves in the savior syndrome. How often have we seen or heard of a relatable story where a simple act of charity ended up rendering the beneficiaries to be in a worse state than they were prior to the intervention? By the way I am not marring the aiding of those in need or those with the ability to help, it is the lack of a thorough planning on how to get this certain individual, institution or a society to be independent in the end after the sponsors have left? Assuming you are the guy that freed this butterfly in question and the implications of your actions dawn on you, you would feel awful. With the repercussion of your seemingly good Samaritan action was quickly revealed to you, watching the butterfly's fate definitely incites an existential pondering within. You may not inherently be fond of insects. You may have felt no personal connection or push to hold a butterfly in your hand. However, because of your choice to free the butterfly from the cocoon, you created a bond and an attachment. Because the shared an experience together, you had formed some kind of relationship, which caused the butterfly's hardships to have meaning in your own life. You were affected not only because you had a connection, but also because it was as a result of your action that caused it to be flightless. At the same time, you were unable to foresee all the possible timelines. Maybe the butterfly would have found its way out of the cocoon on its own and still gotten eaten by some predator. There are too many variables to consider when predicting every outcome. If we lived our life trying to anticipate potential outcomes, not only is it impossible, it is exhausting. There are too many nuances and the ripples of actions are far too intricate to imagine. However, that doesn't mean we shouldn't still be attentive to how each of our actions can impact others. Yes, we find ourselves in dire situations that require outside assistance, whether monetary, physical, emotional or even moral support. Yes, this is important and a noble cause to be our brother's keeper and be with them at the greatest hour of need. But it'll be in vain if our very assistance becomes their last nail on their coffins. We unknowingly brand ourselves as the heroes but eventually find ourselves being the villains on the other side. There's a popular saying that you teach a man how to fish rather than giving him a fish and making him a beggar for the next day. Most of the current problems we are facing, internal, regional and international have been catalyzed to a worse state due to poorly planned help. This should call us to rethink out daily choices. Self-love is a hot topic in the spiritual community. People are constantly searching for the newest trend or product to promote and encourage self-love. When we don't love ourselves, every action we take can be excruciatingly painful as we sift through the self-doubt. If we don't trust ourselves, our actions have the potential to cause us to doubt whether or not we are a good person. When we try to do something good, it can have a negative ripple effect that we didn't anticipate. For instance, lending money to a friend can be seen as a good deed. However, by doing so, one could unknowingly be enabling a response that would prevent that friend from truly freeing him or herself from poverty in the long run. 
it's impossible and overwhelming to manage every outcome. There are infinite possibilities with impacts we never saw coming. The ripples of our actions are infinite. The law of cause and effect says the everything happens for a reason. For every effect in our lives, there is a cause, or series of specific, measurable, definable, identifiable causes. For every action you take there is an effect. A beginning is a cause, and as such it must be followed by an effect, or a train of effects and these will be of the same nature as the cause. The nature of an initial impulse will always determine the body of its results. A beginning also presupposes an ending, a consummation, an achievement or a goal. Everything that you produce always comes back and in this case of our butterfly, any thoughtless act of help could lead to the wrecking of the very person you are trying to help. The Swahili proverb that says, Kukosinji and Diokujuanjia loosely translated as, when you initially miss the way, then you will know the way. This is actually the law of physics that is at play when you look at the bigger picture because for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Whatever good deed you perform it will come back to win you in equal measure and whatever bad, thoughtless or loosely planned decision will come back in equal measure. What you have today is a reflection of what you have given. If you do not have, then you have not given. The issue is, many people confuse giving to imply money only. Probably giving money is the last thing you should give. The world doesn't need money, the world doesn't need material charity, the world needs, love, comfort, compliments, being told I am sorry, thank you or please. The world needs charity of the mind. How do you get this right then? Number 1. Understand that we have to take responsibility of our circumstances whether you are a beneficiary of aid or the facilitator giving the aid. Set up a chain of sustainable facilities or practices that will run and be accessible in the long term. Right now, the region of East Africa is facing its worst drought in four years, while it is good to provide relief food it is much better to top that up with teaching these affected communities of beret agricultural practices with the best drought-resistant crops and also show them to have efficient water harvesting methods. Number 2. Our success is the sum of our knowledge and our effort. Once we realize that our circumstances are the result of our knowledge and our efforts, an awakening occurs. Once we accept this self-evident truth, all things become possible. Number 3. We need to stop wasting time, energy and resources on the things we have no control. Do not buy into magical thinking and allow yourself the luxury of complaining. This makes one to be a prisoner of the past and one ends up blaming others. What is actually needed to be done is to focus on solving problems. Harnessing our innate creativity and imagination towards possibilities and potential rather than liabilities and limitations. We need to increase our learning velocity and push the limits of what we think we are capable of. Take what you have and find a way to make it work. Don't forget this, if you do what you've always done, you are likely to get what you have always gotten. In the past, when I tried to manage the results of my actions I would find myself overwhelmed. It was stressful and painful to feel like I was doing everything I could but I still wasn't making everyone around me happy. This Sisyphean task caused me to realize that I was only capable of managing my own actions. In the moments of my life when I didn't love myself, I wouldn't trust the choices I made. I doubted my ability to judge my character and whether or not I was showing up in life with love. Today, I can confidently say that I trust myself. I've done enough work to move through the shadow, which, ultimately, is just part of ourselves wanting to be integrated. When someone is offended by my actions, rather than attributing it to mean that I'm a bad person, I am able to reflect on my actions and assess if my choices were in alignment with how I want to live my life. Other people's reactions no longer dictate how I feel about myself. I stand behind my actions and words and no matter what result occurs, I am able to stay in love with myself. I hope some of these tips will be helpful for you and those around you.
above all else, take care of yourself. Practice self-care, whatever that might look like for you. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Until then. Coffee and chill.